When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Tuesday, March 20th. I'm Chris Hardy. Today we're talking about why the infamous Cambridge Analytics story was not a data breach, but actually something much scarier. But first, the headlines. After Trump attacked special counsel Mueller's investigation on Twitter over the weekend, White House lawyer Ty Cobb issued a statement asserting that the president is, quote, not considering or discussing the firing of the special counsel. But Trump's initial tweets prompted senior Republicans to publicly warn the president not to go after the investigation. Vladimir Putin's landslide victory in the widely mocked Russian national election was met with silence from leaders around the globe. The only messages of support came from China's President Xi Jinping and leaders from a few smaller nations, including Kazakhstan, Belarus, Venezuela, Bolivia, and Cuba. And Uber has paused its self-driving car tests after a woman was struck and killed by one of its vehicles on Sunday in what appears to be the first known pedestrian death caused by an autonomous car. And now, here's the news you won't get anywhere else. On Saturday, an investigation by The New York Times, The Guardian, and its sister publication, The Observer, revealed that the data analytics firm that helped Trump's presidential campaign, called Cambridge Analytica, had harvested more than 50 million people's Facebook data in an effort to profile users and target them with political ads. Facebook insists that Cambridge Analytica didn't get this data in a breach. And the truth is, they're right. But what happened is much worse. Here's Motherboard Editor-in-Chief Jason Kebler and Motherboard staff writer Lorenzo Franceschi Bicarai hashing this out. Friday, Facebook announced that it was suspending Cambridge Analytica, which is the data analysis firm that the Trump campaign hired in the 2016 election to basically target ads to millions and millions of Facebook users. Motherboard ran an article a year ago called the data that turned the world upside down about how that campaign worked. But the news that Facebook was banning this company really started a whole new news cycle. Um, We saw front page stories in The Guardian and The New York Times, both of which called this a data breach. But that wasn't actually the case, according to our reporter, uh, Lorenzo Franceschi Bicarai. Lorenzo, why isn't this a data breach? Well, we believe that this is not a data breach because by a common definition, or or rather by what we understand a data breach to be, a data breach is when someone like breaks in without consent using some, I don't know, either a technical or like social engineering or, or tricking users into giving up their password or something like that. But in this case, what the original academic researcher who harvested the data did was basically just use features that Facebook at the time was offering to anyone. So this was like he played by the rules. He just used the Facebook API, uh, didn't break the terms of service, didn't hack anyone. He just asked for the data and Facebook gave it to him. 
Right. So what did Cambridge Analytica do during the 2016 election? Well, initially they purchased or obtained the data from this other researcher whose name was Alexander Kogan. And once that data, which, by the way, was basically like profiles and likes and other sort of uh, profiling information on more than 50 million people, they used it to, like, target users on Facebook with tailored uh, political ads and try to take advantage of what they knew about them to sort of, like, push them in one direction, essentially. So from what I understand, the data came from a personality test app in which, you know, you click a box on Facebook, says, okay, this app can have access to your friends list, can have access to uh, your profile information, your birthday, your your likes, and pretty much everything that's on your Facebook profile. So hundreds of thousands of people signed up for the app, but somehow Cambridge Analytica ended up with millions, 50 million actually, profiles to use. So how did that happen? Yeah, according to the New York Times, it was around 270,000 people who actually signed up and agreed to use this app. But the issue was that at the time, um, the Facebook API essentially allowed any uh, app like this one to access not only the data of the people who agreed, but also the data of their friends. So if you think that like those, you know, 270,000 people had a few hundred friends each, then that app had access to their data as well. So it was kind of like uh, an order of magnitude bigger than that. Right. So you were able to give consent for your friends, which doesn't really make a lot of sense. And it's actually something that Facebook did away with in 2015. I wrote an article about this this week as well, in which I talked to researchers from Northeastern University, and they said that, you know, back in the day, circa, you know, 2013, 2014, 2015, there were a lot of apps popping up that were just like this. It was, you know, a personality quiz or trivia or, you know, games. And they were basically created by sort of fly-by-night companies. And they would gain access to all of your data and all of your friends' data, and then they'd have it. And Facebook would maybe kick them off eventually, or maybe they'd go out of business, but they'd eventually be acquired by or they'd eventually sell that data to data brokers who basically compiled databases of all of your information and then sell it back to other people. So Facebook now partners with a bunch of these data brokers to allow people to target ads more specifically. But this is sort of Facebook's business model. This is not a breach, as you said. I actually went into my own privacy settings and checked uh, what apps have access to my data. And I have exactly 100 apps that I've given access to my Facebook at some point or another. And some of them still have access to all sorts of information about me. Um, There's this one app I signed up to called Typing Maniac back in like 2008 or something. I don't really remember that says it has my, quote, relationship interests, my birthday, work history, status updates, education history, my events, my hometown, my current city, photos I'm tagged in, uh, photos I've uploaded, my religious and political views, my videos, my website, my personal description, and my likes. Um, And yeah, this company is no longer in business. It was eventually, you know, obtained by some other company. And that's uh, that's not good. <laughs> this is something that Facebook has had a problem with for a long time, or is it not a problem from Facebook's point of view? I mean, this is their business model, as you argued, right, in your piece. This is what they do, and this is what Google does as well. Like, the products are free because we are the product. 
So um, they have to monetize us, and they monetize us by collecting as much information about us as possible. So, so yeah, I mean, you have to wonder whether, like, all these, you know, outrages because this data was used by someone who's politically not well-liked, I guess. Um, you know, but people have been doing this for a while, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't be, we should not be mad about it, but, you know, this is business as usual for Facebook, unfortunately. Yeah, Facebook actually creates a profile that you can view on your settings page, basically. So Facebook was able to determine that I access Facebook from an iPhone 7, I access Facebook from a 4G network, uh, I'm a frequent traveler, I use Gmail, um, I like soccer, it has my political leanings in there. Um, It says that I am close friends of people who have birthdays this month, uh, that I'm a technology early adopter, that I'm a male in my 30s, which is actually not true because I'm still 29. Um, But yeah, it has this very sophisticated profile of me and then Uh, How is this used to target people? This is basically used to display ads that advertisers and Facebook believe you are more inclined to click on or engage with because they will speak to you or they will interest you, right? Because this is basically Facebook's way of trying to determine um, what you you care about, what things you want to see on your timeline and your newsfeed, what things you want to click on. Hopefully, because, you know, if you click on ads, you will generate re- revenue for the advertisers. As any other advertiser in the world, Facebook doesn't want to waste space on stuff that you don't care about. Like, they don't want to show you, maybe, if you only like soccer, they don't want to show you baseball ads. Um, and by learning what you care about, what you like, and what your friends like, they can serve you better ads. Right. So this works to, you know, sell you sneakers. If it knows you play soccer, it might advertise cleats to you if it knows that you play basketball it might advertise basketball shoes to you and if it knows that you are right-leaning and maybe might go to the polls it will advertise donald trump to you so that's what we believe cambridge analytica did there's still an ongoing investigation both by facebook and it sounds like a lot of regulators might get involved too i'm not sure how this ultimately plays out but the last 72 hours have been some of the worst for Facebook that I've seen. Like, people are very mad at them right now. Yeah, it's been surprising how people have reacted to this because, in part, we sort of knew, as you know, we reported last year, as you said, we knew that Cambridge Analytica had used Facebook data. I guess this was the confirmation, and also the 50 million figure is kind of a staggering one. And yeah, as you said, it's been bad. Like, they've lost a lot of value in terms of a stock market. Um, they've been hammered online by all sorts of like experts uh, on all political sides. Um, Congress people are calling for investigations, asking very pointed questions to Facebook. Um, any attempt by any Facebook higher up to engage on Twitter has been not very successful, even though they may they, they were sort of reasonable in their attempts, but people just don't want to hear it basically. Yeah, I don't know how this will turn out for Facebook, but I have not seen this many people mad at the company ever. And like you said, this is their business model. This is how they operate. This is not really a scandal. It's more people finally talking about how Facebook makes money. And I think the more you learn about it, the more dystopian it sounds and the creepier it sounds. And um, yeah, this is why Facebook is a multi-billion dollar company, because it knows so much about you. Um, you know, it traffics in trading your data and allowing people to take your data and sell it to other people and then basically buy ad space on Facebook, um, whether that's a political campaign or 
uh, tech company or you know, a clothing company is kind of beside the point as far as Facebook has been concerned so far. So it is a hugely important thing. I'm glad that people are talking about it now. um, And I'm anxious to see what happens next. To follow Jason and Lorenzo's reporting, go to motherboard.vice.com. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. And tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to right now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.